Hey, Rebiley, Houston, David Burton in the house. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Big news, first of all. We're going to try the impossible here. Uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving night. Yes, Thanksgiving night. We're going to try now. Of course, it's going to be taped and uploaded later. Thanksgiving night, 9 o'clock with David Burton. And somehow, someway, we're going to pull that off. So after you stuck your faces, you watched your football, you stuck your faces some more, and you putting up the, you got some cleaning up to do, and if you've done all that, join us 9 o'clock, Thanksgiving night, David Burton going to be in the house, we're going to get it popping. Also, it's a little show, it's awesome, I like it, called The Chosen with Dallas Jenkins. They have a set here in Dallas, Texas, by the way. Season 3 is available Right now, well, not now, but they have, they're going to put it in theaters. Season 3, Episode 1 and 2, The Life of Jesus Christ. But close to, they, close to uh, as close to accurate as they can. Unlike any You're Jesus. Impressed. Yeah, unlike any Jesus show you ever. Uh, no, unlike Jesus, unlike, unlike any Jesus movie you've seen, this is a series about the life of Christ. And hopefully, they're trying their best. So, The Chosen in theaters tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Episode one, episode two. A little uh, music video after that. It's pretty cool. All right, let's get into it. Dave, what's on your mind? Oh, well, before I start, I know this is not wrestling related, but I Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And of course, Black Panther was highly successful. As well, yes. You seen it? Of course, this, of course this, uh, I've seen it, yes. All right. Now, I did see Black Panther, and Black Adam I haven't seen yet. And um, The Walking Dead is fixing to come to an end this weekend. I'm going to say this one thing. If you've not seen Black Panther, you might want to fast forward. When you, we, I, well, we're going to upload if you've not seen Black Panther, fast forward. All right, here we go. Lord, the queen died. Lord have mercy. The queen died, David. Lord have mercy. Mm. And, of course, I can't go into the further, but... And also, the very end. The very, very end of Black Panther. By the way, if you've not seen Black Panther, fast forward. Um, They might be setting up Black Panther 3. What if... Hear me out on this. Let's say when we left Black Panther, uh, um, um, uh, the, uh, the cousin lives in the mountains. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. I'm trying to pronounce it. It starts with you. Umbarku? Yeah. Right, he, he lives in the mountains. He's challenging for the throne. Okay. Fast forward. So, he uh, Shuri on vacation. By the way, once again, you've not seen it. Fast forward. You're not seeing Black Panther. You might want to ignore this part. Shuri on vacation in Haiti. And she's talking. Black Panther will return. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So here's Shuri's Shuri's on vacation talking to uh, uh, T'Challa's old girl. And hey, by the way, I got a son. You got a son. 
Yeah, I got a son. He had, he had he push her. She want to. You want. He didn't want him connected to all this stuff. The the queen knew about her. Everybody else, the queen knew about her, and we want keep. That's why we call him the funeral. And he, what's your name? Well, my Haitian name is this and that, but my but my uh Wakanda name is T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't surprised. You know, reading the comics, I already knew he had a son. I'm not a comic guy. I'm more of a Marvel movie guy on the movie side. But I'm excited. A possibility of Black Panther 3. Absolutely. But question is, I'm I'm going to start with the... By the way, you need to go see it. If you have not seen this. Question though. Will he have to fight his auntie for the throne? No. Hmm. I know in the comics they share the Black Panther name and they have their own separate suits. Oh, gotcha. Because he is the crown prince, I'm just saying. Yes, he is. And there's only one prince and that's him. Yeah. All right, so enough enough spoilers. By the way, I apologize. series is coming. Oh yes, 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 yes. You know, I'm not really, I never really cared for the women's war games match. I never liked it, and I don't think I'm going to. Look, I'm all for equal opportunity, and I'm all for um, um, female rights in the workplace, mm-hmm. especially in sports. But I know some people are not going to like this, and I know some people are going to agree with me. Are going to agree with me? is that there are just some matches that women should not be involved in, and that's one of them. Huh. Interesting. They never liked the War Games match for women. Terrible, 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 terrible. Hmm. I think Triple H should get rid of the um, female War Games matches. And I, just leave it to the men. I think Helena Cell should be, like used to be, the... uh. The finale for all beef. You got beef with somebody, ended hell in a cell, rather than a monthly pay per view. Well, Triple H is getting rid of those extra pay per views. Yeah. You know the rumor is that Money in the Bank. Well, I don't know what's going to happen with Money in the Bank. We've seen Austin Fury cash in on a mid card championship, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. I think it should go back to WrestleMania. <sighs> I think that shit's dead in the water now, to be honest. Hmm. My personal opinion. But anyway, going back to War Games, we know that it's going to be Team Damage Control against Team Bianca Belair. And I wouldn't be surprised if Beth Phoenix is the fifth and final female on... Team Belair, which would make sense. Let's not forget what Rhea Ripley did to Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that she's a mystery woman, just saying. Game of the Concerto and Cardiff. If it's, if it's not her, it has to be booking malpractice not to put her in the match. Now, if you don't know, what happened was uh, it was uh, Finn Balor and Edge and I quit match in Cardiff. In Cardiff, Wales. And towards the end, it's like, look, say I quit, 
or I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna get Beth a concerto, a concerto for all my new all my new wrestling fans, a concerto, a head on the chair, another head bashes another chair bashes your head in, concerto. There's two ways to do that, by the way, the old school way, well, two guys have two chairs, bam. The other way, put your head on the chair and smash your brains in with the chair. That's two ways to do concerto, by the way. So. He said, "I right, screw it, I quit." And then Beth Phoenix did. I'm sorry, Rhea Ripley did it anyway. Yeah, despite the fact that I said I quit, Rhea Ripley did it anyway. <laughs> so we have two War Games matches, and of course, we already know what the men's War Games match is going to be: the Bloodline against the Balling Brutes and Drew McIntyre. And it was supposed to be Kevin Owens, but since he's injured, Kevin Owens will no longer be participating in the match. Huh. So, clearly they're going to replace Kevin Owens with, I don't know who that fifth man's going to be now. So, you have the bloodline, you know, Vuso, Solo, Roman, and Sami Zayn against the Brawling Brutes, Joe McIntyre which is already four guys, and it was supposed to be Kevin Owens to be number five, but he got injured at a house show. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be out a couple of weeks, and he's going to miss Survivor Series. We talked about it before we taped. Uh, they already did our, the, the annual tribute to the troops. They might yes. as well air it. It's already taped, ready to go. You might as well air it. Oh, they taped it after SmackDown last week. Yeah, you might as well put it on the air as you already taped it. I don't get it, though. hmm I mean, last year they did do it, and they aired it. But as I said before, two years ago, they did two, two years ago, they did tribute to the troops after SmackDown ended. And, of course, they taped it, and it never aired on television. Have we ever done a live tribute to the troops? They didn't even put it on the network. Yeah. Have you have ever done a live tri- tribute to the troops? recording. Uh, Every uh, single one from the first one from 2003 to now, they were all recorded. And I gotta say this because I know a lot of people have the misconception that Vince McMahon created everything in the WWE, which is not entirely I know you're getting with this. I know you're going with this. But, I mean, I gotta be honest. Yeah. Because ha- I've been asked this question. Was Tribute to the Troops of Vince McMahon creation? And the answer is no. Right. Because uh, John Bradshaw Layfield actually came up with it. Yes, he did. It was JBL who mm-hmm. created Tribute to the Troops. Much like Money in the Bank was created by uh, Chris Jericho. Who never won it, by the way. Who <laughs> never won it, but it was still his creation. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So we have two War Games matches. One Raw, one SmackDown. Of course, the Raw is women's. You have uh, Team Damage Control. As I stated earlier, their their entire team is complete. Uh, Damage Control and Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley and Team Bianca Belair with... uh, It'll be Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Oscar, Mia Yim, and a mystery partner. 
And my personal opinion, I think it should be Beth Phoenix. If it's not, it's going to be booking that practice. I mean, she makes the most sense, to be honest. Hmm. Now, I don't know what they're going to do with the whole Kevin Owens thing and stuff. Of course, they're going to replace the same way they're doing the um, women. It's like, oh, it's going to be a mystery partner. I don't know if they're going to do it that way on SmackDown with the men's. Now that Kevin Owens is out of the match and he's no longer participating, for those who are just joining, the men's war games match will be the SmackDown side. Of course, the female war, game, war games will be raw. But anyway, the men's war games match is supposed to be the bloodline against... The Brawling Brutes, you know, Seamus, Butch, and Rich Holland, along with Drew McIntyre. Kevin Owens originally scheduled to be in the match. He's out. He's injured. And I'm interested to see if they're going to do it the same way they're doing it with the Raw. So, like, oh, the mystery partner. Which I hope they don't. I just, I hope they go about it differently. Because it would be a little cheesy to go about it the same exact way. But we match on Survivor Series. We know that the championship is on the line. Shotzi will challenge uh, Shotzi who won a, a six-pack challenge. No disqualification to become number one contender. So she will challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship of Survivor Series. Mm. So we know we, uh, Raw Women's title won't be on no harm. So as of right now, I believe that's the only title that's on the line in Survivor Series. As of right now. Mm-hmm. Damn. Pretty much... You can see you got the world champion, of course the tag champions are here in war games. You have the world women's champion and Speaking of pay-per-views, I saw the NWA Hard Times pay-per-view. It wasn't a bad show, but um, boy. Billy, 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 Billy Corgan. For mm. those who don't know, Billy Corgan is the lead singer of the rock band The Smashing Pumpkins. He bought the NWA in an attempt to revive it. He's done an amazing job with it, and it has an amazing following. But right now, they've been in their lives a lot. With Nick Aldis and Mickey James leaving the NWA abruptly out of nowhere, due to creative differences and then them putting the NWA World Heavyweight Championship on Tyrus. <laughs> Boy, Tyrus who beat Trevor Murdoch and Matt Cordona in a triple threat match to win the title. Look, I get it. I know why people, a lot of people are not happy. Tyrus is slow. He doesn't move that well, and he kind of sucks on your end. Mm. So, 
And to be honest, Tarvis is not a world's heavyweight champion. He's not a world champion. And they put it on him. They could have had Murdoch keep the belt or put it on Cardona again, who pretty much reinvented himself since he's been in the NWA. But man, a lot of people are not happy with, at the fact that uh, Tigers is the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. So it's going to be interesting to see how his title reign is going to go. Mm-hmm. But as I said before, Despite that match, it wasn't a bad show. It was a good show, a decent show. But speaking of pay-per-views, we know this Saturday. There we go. Saturday, AEW's full gear. You know, I got an issue with their pay-per-views. They're too damn long. But too damn long. You know, watching all their pay-per-views is like watching WrestleMania 35 from start to finish. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Their pay-per-views are way too long, and that needs to stop. That's a problem Tony Khan needs to fix, which is one of the issues that company has. Another thing that needs to be fixed is a lot of the guys need to stop doing the same move in every single match. Even though the move is being done by different people, that has to stop. And then Tony Khan, who does way too many tournaments, books way too many tournaments. Like, this guy has booked four tournaments in the same calendar year. That's ridiculous. And the females need to be booked better. They need to be booked better. Mm-hmm. They're, they're female, they, and you know what? The only reason their female division has gotten better is because of all the ex-WWE talent that has came in the AEW that's made the, the female entering talent well, the matches have gotten a little better, not because they're there, but they're not given enough time to uh, show their talent, so to speak. It's like old school WWE, the matches are short, mm-hmm. and the stories don't really make sense, and they're not given enough time to really progress. There's a lot of things that company does well. That needs to be fixed. And that's a problem. You know, is hard to watch. And then a lot of the ex-WWE talent that they have, and I hate to say this, but it's the truth, it's like they're all watered-down versions of themselves. And I put it to the equivalent of Bret Hart and WCW. And this is nothing against Bret. Bret always performed to the best of his abilities. But if you ask any Bret Hart fan, they'll all tell you the same thing. When they rewatch Bret Hart's matches, no one rewatches his matches from WCW. So all those guys reminds me of Bret Hart and WCW. For example, I'm a big Adam Cole fan. I am. I love Adam Cole. I'm an Adam Cole mark. But 
when I rewatch Adam Cole's matches, none of them are in AEW. And again, you can ask almost any other Adam Cole fan or any other wrestling fan, no one is rewatching his matches from AEW. Now, if they're going to watch rewatch his matches, they'll all be from WWE when he was on NXT, and vice versa. Same thing with Keith Lee. Uh, same thing with Andrade. Same thing with Samoa Joe. Chris Jericho, you can actually rewatch some of his matches in AEW. Especially the most recent ones he's had when he's been um, defending the ROH World Title. Mm-hmm. Those matches against Claudio and Brian Danielson. And uh, Bandito, those matches are very, very good. Those matches you can actually rewatch. Can you rewatch all of his AEW matches? No. But those Ring of Honor matches, yes, that he's had in AEW, those matches you can actually rewatch. But, yeah, they have a lot of. It's hard to watch. AEW's hard to watch. You gotta be a real AEW fanboy to watch that from start to finish. And I love wrestling, but the people use it too damn long. Too damn long. And I don't be wanting to sit through the whole damn thing. <sighs> so, that issue is gonna happen again. The 19th is Saturday, full gear. Of course, we all know the show is going to be headlined by John Moxley defending the AEW World Championship against MJF. Personally, I think it's going to be MJF's night. I don't see MJF losing. I think MJF is going to beat Moxley and become the new World Heavyweight Champion, which he should be World Heavyweight Champion. I think it's going to be his time. Another match I'm looking forward to on that card is the Fatal 4-Way for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. It'll be Chris Jericho defending against uh, Claudio, Brian Danielson, and Sammy Guevara. So again, it's a Fatal 4-Way for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. So I think out of all the matches... That world title match is the one I'm looking forward to the most. And of course, we know it was announced yesterday that the Elite is going to be returning to action. And they're going to challenge Death Triangle for the uh, AEW Trios titles. Their six-man tag team titles. And that should be a good one. And Death Triangle, they're very good. Uh... And they complement each other well as a team. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, they're just all over the place. All over the place. I think they have like almost 10, 10 matches for full gear. And we all know Jeff Jarrett is going to team with Jay Lethal to take on um, Sting and Darby Allen. A lot of people don't really care much for that match. I don't blame them. I don't care much for it, neither. It's like their feud never ends. WCW, TNA, and now in AEW. Now, anyway, 
let me go down some of the cards for um uh full gear this Saturday night, full gear, and it's eleven matches. Oh god. Eleven matches. So you have the World Heavyweight Championship. It's gonna be John Moxley defending against MJF. The acclaim will defend against Swerving Out Glory for the AEW four Titan titles. The interim AEW World Women's Championship, Tony Storm will face Jamie Hayter. That's another problem AEW has. They keep doing these interim title matches every time a champion gets injured. And then when they come back, they have an undisputed title match. And we're going to get that again when Thunder Rosa returns because she's really a, um, a women's champion. But anyway, Tony Storm will face Jamie Hayter for the interim AEW Women's Championship. I mentioned this match earlier, Fatal 4-Way for the ROH World title. Chris Jericho defends against Sammy Guevara, Brian Danielson, and Claudio Castanelli. Shane Gargill will defend the AEW TBS Women's Championship against Nyla Rose. And Nyla Rose, who's not the champion, even though she has it, she stole it from um, Jay Cargill. Anyway, Britt Baker will face, excuse me if I say this wrong, Sarara. Soraya, formerly known as Paige, will be her first match back since she retired in late 2017. I mentioned this match as well. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal against Stan and Darby Allen. Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy in a cage match. Six-man trios, AEW Tatsune titles, Dark Triangle versus the Elite. Triple threat match for the AEW TNT Championship is going to be Wardlow defending against Powerhouse Hobbs and Samoa Joe. If Samoa Joe wins, he'll be walking out of full gear double champion because Samoa Joe is also the ROH World TV Champion. And last but not least is Brian Cage versus Lance Archer or Ricky Starks in a Eliminated tournament final match. And there's your 11 matches. Yes, sir. Before we get further, we got to take a little bigness. Rest of the Trash brought to you by Back in Lewis Moore LLC. They put the D in delivery. You have a city of license. You can drive trust. One more information. 888-712-2587 or 817-204-7259. We got backup.com. Now, if you can't afford a pay-per-view, you can't afford uh, the Fight TV, whatever, the description, whatever it is, you can go to watchwrestling.ai or uh, wrestlingnetwork.no. No, watchwrestling.ai, and there's another one. Uh, I've got that one. Yeah. Uh, Wrestling Network. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. You don't want to pay 50 or 60 bucks? There's your option. <laughs> speaking of saving money, man, it's, it's, speaking of saving money, uh, we're giving a hookup at WrestleTrash.com. Use the code LuchaPride and all caps. You get 12 bucks off. Uh, that's good until Thanksgiving at midnight. After that, we're shutting it down. You'll, pay, you'll have to pay full price. I come up with another code. But until then, 
Lucha Pride WrestlingTracks.com say 12 bucks. Saves yourself some money. Mm. And man, this Wrestle Kingdom, um, they're working on your Wrestle Kingdom card already. So we do know we're going to have a IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match as it stands. Jay White will defend against Kazuzuko Okada. Should Jay White still be champion about him? Uh... The finals for the first ever IWGP Women's Championship is going to be, oh man, forgive mm. me if I butcher this name, Maru Atwani is in the finals of the tournament and she will face the winner of the other semifinal match. And to be determined, Zack Sabre Jr. will face Rain Marita. In tournament final match, the crown first ever IWGP World Television Champion. Mm-hmm. So we got three matches already, two of them are tournament finals. So nice to see New Japan finally get a women's division. Finally. Finally. After 50 years, they finally got a women's division. So, so, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. All this time, since day one, from day one to right now, they never had women. Nope. Wow. They've, they've had women wrestle, but they've never had a women's division. Yes. To yes. the point where they had to make a title. Uh-huh. But they had women wrestle in the past. Hmm. But in terms of them having a full-fledged female division with an actual women's title, it's never been done. And this company's been around for 50 years. And come next year, it'll be 51. They're, New Japan's the only company I, uh, uh to, no, I'll tell you what, yeah, I'll tell you what, they're the only company aside from, from NWA on the same level as experience with WWE. Absolutely. They've been around the same time, New Japan started in the 70s, WWE started in the 60s, uh, and of course, uh, NWA been around since 1903. But in NWA, New Japan, and of course, are the only two companies on the same level as experience-wise now. Not production, but experience with as far as experience go with WWE. Oh, I almost forgot. Can I forget all Japan as well? Yeah. The second major wrestling promotion in Japan. Like New Japan Pro Wrestling, all Japan was started by the Hall of Famer. The late great John Barber, WWE Hall of Famer, former wrestler. He started the company. I was a big, big guy back in his day. Hmm. Huge guy. Tall guy. I think he was about... Oh, I forget how tall he was. Probably about 6'8 or 6'9-ish. He was a very large man back in his day. Wow. And he's been in WA champion, I believe, three times. Mm-hmm. It wasn't twice. It was one of them. Of course, he's wrestled in WWE for a cup of coffee back in the day, which is part of the reason why he's in the Hall of Fame, but of course the stuff he's done outside of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, the world is still reeling from, um, um, what's his guy's passing? 
Um, Antonio Noki, here we go. Mm. Of course, they're going to have a big tribute celebration to him during Russell Kingdom. This is nuts. This is, wow. The guy that started your company, the founder, passes away. That's like when the original McMahon passed. Now we all know that WWE is a family owned company. Of course, the company was started by Vince's uh, grandfather. Not his dad, but his grandfather. So you got grandfather, the father, father, and now Stephanie. So that's four generations. And by the way, uh, nowadays, Nick Nick Khan and Stephanie are co co CEOs. Nick runs the company. Stephanie runs the production. Yep, co CEOs. Of course, Stephanie, who. Yes, she's co-CEO, but she's the chairman. She's the boss. Uh, It's crazy, because I always... I remember back when Shane was being groomed to take over the company. Boy, how things changed. By the way, you can invest in WWE on Cash App. That is a fact. I have, like... They are a publicly traded company, so that is possible to do. Yes, sir. I did uh back in 2020. I got I, I was so scared. I put in a dollar. It's going strong. Well, not going strong, but it's okay right now. I got like 0.001%. But if you have you have the balls, you got you got the stability or whatever you want to call it, you can go yeah, to cash out. I know someone who put in five bucks. Yeah, that's my next step. I put in a dollar. But go to Cash App, go to the Cash App and type in at the home page. Let me walk you through it right here. I have it open in front of me. So you go you go to Cash App. You go to the home page of Cash App. It's going to give me a minute here. Okay. Oh, yeah, you got to go into, um, yeah. I think, Bitcoin or something like that. Yeah. No, actually, type in the search box right here. It's going to say Discover. It's just. And you just type in people yeah, or business. W hang on a second. WWE and then do it and invest from there. Yeah, you can do that with any public traded company. I'm sorry, just, I'm sorry. That, that, that's to pay people no, back, my bad. No, but you you're right though, but you can do that with every other publicly funded company like a Walmart or a Facebook. Or a McDonald's or a General Motors. Of course, WWE is the only wrestling company that's uh, publicly funded. Everybody else is private. Man, think think about that. Think think about that for a second. Every rest, all these companies out here. You got Ring of Honor. You got TNA, Impact Wrestling, AEW, New Japan. All the all the Japanese wrestling promotions. All all the British stuff. All the all of them. WWE is the only company. That's that, that that's on the stock market. That's a fact. And they've been on the stock market for over 20 years. They 
they went public in 1999, and it's mm-hmm. 2022. So it's been over 20 years. Last year, they've made the most... Last year, they made the most money that they've ever made. Mm-hmm. Since becoming public in 99, they grossed a billion dollars in revenue, which was the first for the company. I think 2009 was my favorite year. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my bad. Uh, 2019, my bad. 2009 was okay. Somebody ain't happy in the background. I've been there, man. I feel you. Mm. You don't. You, you got to check in around here. You don't just. You got to check in with the little homie. He might be small, but he running stuff around here. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we have. My sister has two dogs, so. Whenever somebody knocks at the door, they both start barking. So that's what that was. In case anybody's wondering, yeah, you, you got check in around here. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird because they don't bark at all. And that's the only time they bark is when someone knocks at the door. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. We we have to talk out here before we do that. Uh, today or yesterday is the. Was when Rick Rude jumped ship, the first guy to jump ship. I mean that. That's what I mean. Like be on Raw and then to later at night be on Nitro. You in the bathroom, I think. Huh? No, um, I was trying to search or something. Sorry, girl. Yeah, like he was on Raw was taped that night, and then the next next thing you know, he's on Nitro. Rick Rude. Yeah, Nitro was on live and Raw was uh, recorded. Of course, Raw was uh, uh, recorded six days before that Nitro aired. Yeah. And next thing you know, Rick Rude is on there on night on Raw, and then next thing you know, he's on Nitro. He was just as sure as possible not too long ago. Yeah, he was working on a uh, handshake agreement, so he didn't have a contract with. Uh, WWE, so he was paid by a per appearance, per appearance deal, mm-hmm. and not to mention he also appeared on ECW television that weekend. So he appeared on three different shows for three different companies in the same week. Wow! Two of those companies were on the same night. Remember, Root had he was also on a. Rick Root was also on a uh, per-appearance deal for ECW, too. Make your money, that, man. That, that weekend would actually be his final appearance on ECW television. Yeah, make your money, Rick. Make your money. God bless you, bro. Of course, we're going to go on to um, pass away two years after that. Mm. While he was on the verge of training an attempt to make a comeback. Of course, he uh, had a heart attack and congestive heart failure. Mm. Which is the reason why he uh, passed while he was training for his uh, attempted comeback. 
That would have been amazing to see Siri Rude come come back for that incident right there. Yeah, he wasn't even that old. He was only 40 years old, if you can believe that. Mm. Yeah. So it's not like he was in his 50s or 60s attempting to make, you know, a comeback and have that one final match or that one final uh, run. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not trying to do a sting or a flare. Oh, Lord. Well, I'm not even going to count Sting because Sting gets a pass. If you notice, every match he's in is a tag team match. Mm-hmm. So, um, which I was asked that question too, and the reason why is because a guy is limited for what he can do. So, to protect his health and his limitations, that's why he's always put in the tag matches. Mm. And if you notice, when he is in the ring, he's not in the ring long. He does what he has to do and he gets out and Darby does um, pretty much 90% of the work. Oh yeah. 80% of the work. Pro, pro wrestling is a young man's game, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm 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 like I'm gonna tell you like this. If you don't learn how to get out, your body will tell you the body will let you know for you. Yeah, you, your, that's what you don't want is your body to tell you before. Your, your body you and yourself. this business, yes, sir. Your body and this business will let you know. So either get out while they're getting good, they will tell you when you're done. Mm-hmm. Just like in the boxing world, you, you don't want to end up talking like Mike Tyson. God bless you, Mike Tyson. But you don't want to end up talking like Mike Tyson, you might want to get out. Yeah, that's what. Like Jesse, Jesse got the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, your lungs is not going to allow you to keep wrestling. Mm-hmm. You can't wrestle, can't breathe. Yo, I'm sorry, can't breathe, can't wrestle. No. Well, what happened with him is, uh, of course, for those who don't know, he is a veteran. And he fought in, um, uh, I forgot which war it was. But, um, you know, with all that stuff in the air and the... Uh, you know, the dust and things like that, all of that got to his lungs and got him sick. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, what did he have? He had, um, oh, what did he have? I'm trying to remember. Uh, don't come to me later on. I can't remember what he had. But what he had is part of the reason that killed Rocky Johnson. Mm. Oh, he had polymery embolism in his lungs. And luckily for him, he got it taken care of. And they told him, as you stated before, wrestling is a young man's game. And, you know, you're constantly moving. You're constantly running. So you got to breathe and you're huffing and puffing and everything is going up and down. Mm-hmm. For him, it's not good for his lungs. So he had to stop. If he would have kept wrestling... He probably wouldn't be here today. No, not probably. He wouldn't be here today. He would be dead. Mm. Yes, you got to kick yourself, man. All these young wrestlers out here. Let's not forget Triple H. Like, he had the same thing in his heart. And he was forced to have a pacemaker in his heart. And he's he's done. Yeah. And then all these young wrestlers, you got to, you definitely, you're going to need some life insurance. Especially these young wrestlers. 
And now with the bumps these young wrestlers are taking, I don't think they're going to have long careers. Mm. I don't think they're going to... I mean, for example, you look at a guy like Darby Allen and the bumps he takes in his matches, I don't see him having a 30-40 year wrestling career. Not with the bumps he's taking. No, absolutely not. You know, that's something Kevin Nash said not too long ago. Remember all the terms of perfectness, he's right. You know, when you take your ridiculous bumps like that, you're not going to have a long career. Mm. I mean, you can't. Look at Mick Foley. You know, his last, his last match as an active four, as an active full-time performer, his last match was in uh, 2000, No Way Out 2000, that Hell in a Cell match against Triple H. And after that, he started wrestling part-time until he retired for good in 2012. Mm -hmm. By the way, fun fact for you, when Mick Foley was in TNA Wrestling, that's how we switched from Impact Wrestling to TNA. TNA for Impact. Yeah, that was just around that period. That's that. Mick Foley no, came yeah, in. Another fun fact is that Mick Foley was actually one of the last couple of guys that Russell Andre to join before he passed. Oh, that's cool. Lucky him. Hey. Very, few people, yeah. very, very few people that can say they wrestle Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah. Very few. I know. Andre was a legend, and he was a man among men. And it was back in that day, there weren't people his size. There weren't people like Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah. Andre was one of the most unique individuals in the world. So being around him was not. Being around him was different. Oh, yeah. Being around him was a privilege. Being in his presence was a privilege. Being in the rain with him was a privilege because he was no ordinary man. Mm-hmm. So to experience Andre the Giant is rare. Not everybody got to experience Andre. And I know there's a lot of guys in the business that wish they've met him or had a match with him or vice versa. Oh, yeah. There's a few I people. Remember, I remember, yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off, I remember Stone Cold told a story about how he met Andre the Giant at a WCW show, which was actually Andre's last appearance in the United States. Mm-hmm. Of course, Andre did that out of spite because he was mad at Vince. And not too many people know about this. Andre and the McMahon family were extremely, 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 very, very, very close. And it's well documented Andre's issues with his health. And it was starting to show. And Vince was like, okay, look, I can't have you wrestle anymore. You're done. Mm-hmm. He pretty much forced Andre out of the ring which Andre wasn't happy about, which led to them having a falling out, and Andre would end up leaving the WWE to continue to wrestle. No, Andre wanted to wrestle. He wanted to keep wrestling, despite the fact, um, despite everything his body was going through and the pain he was going through, he wanted to keep going. And he knew that 
If he wanted to keep going, he's going to have to leave for WWE. And eventually, that's what he did. Of course, he would tour Japan and Mexico, and he would continue to wrestle up until he passed. I believe his last match was around 1991 at a WWE house show. He was originally scheduled to participate in the 1991 Royal Rumble. Of course, he was taken out of the match. Vince didn't want him wrestling. But despite not wrestling, Andre did continue to make appearances in WWE. Like I said, there's a few people that are still alive today that can say they wrestled under the giant. Of course, one of them is Hulk Hogan. And as I mentioned, uh, Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, there's a couple of people that's alive. You know, Flair and Lola and Foley and uh, Funks and Jerry Briscoe. Well, I went back in time, the time machine, and I watched Jerry Briscoe from 2000s. And let me tell you something, there's nobody, that, there's no greater ass kisser like Jerry Briscoe in the late great Pat Patterson. Oh, Jerry Briscoe was a very, very, very good wrestler back in his day. I remember watching some of his earlier matches in the 70s and early 80s. Oh, those guys, him and his brother were very, very, very good. His brother, a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, they were multiple-time NWA Tag Team Champions. They were very good in the ring. Sometimes boring, but very good. Oh, wow. Just calling it like I see it. <laughs> you gonna call the great, you gonna call the great Gerald Briscoe boring. I'm friends with him on Facebook, by the way. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> now, if you watch, if you, if you watch his matches, they'll know what I'm talking about. Yes, indeed. But, uh, speaking, I almost forgot to mention the Yvonne Eric movie that's being done, MJF being cast, and I, I don't know if it's going to be a major motion picture or a straight-to-DVD movie. I don't know. But they are doing a movie on the Von Erics. MJF was cast in the movie. Zach Efron was cast in the movie. Mm. Wow. And I've seen some pictures of him shooting. And Zach Efron, he, he bulked up. Kind of some movie well. I was like, that dude is ripped to shreds. I mean, ripped to shreds. What is wrong? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get on out of here, but I want to thank y'all for joining us. By the way, we're going to try, like I said earlier, we're going to try to come we're come gonna at try. you. We're going to try. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving night, 9 o'clock, uh, after you stuck your faces watching footballs and you stuck your faces some more. We're going to shock it back at you 9 o'clock Thanksgiving night and uh, so much more. Y'all can catch David Burton here on Wrestling Tracks Thursdays, um, unless he has something going on. Thursdays, and I'm going to try to my brother Greg here on Fridays, and we'll have a good time in between. We're going to have a good time. See y'all later. Have a great night, everybody. Take care, people. Hey, everybody, Houston, David Burton in the house. How you doing?
Big news, first of all, we're going to try the impossible here. Uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving night. Yes, Thanksgiving night. We're going to try now. Of course, it's going to be taped and uploaded later. Thanksgiving night, 9 o'clock with David Burton. And somehow, some way, we're going to pull that off. <laughs> yes, sir. So after you stuck your faces... You watch your football, you stuck your faces some more, and you putting up the, you got some cleaning up to do. And if you've done all that, join us 9 o'clock, Thanksgiving night. David Burton going to be in the house. We're going to get it popping. Also, it's a little show. It's awesome. I like it. Called The Chosen with Dallas Jenkins. They have a set here in Dallas, Texas, by the way. Season 3 is available. Right now, well, not now, but they have, they're going to put it in theaters. Season 3, Episode 1 and 2, The Life of Jesus Christ. But close to, they, close to uh, as close to accurate as they can. Unlike any Jesus. Yeah, uh, unlike any Jesus show you ever. That, uh, no, unlike Jesus, unlike, unlike any Jesus movie you've seen, this is a series about the life of Christ. And hopefully, they're trying their best. So, The Chosen in theaters tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Episode 1, Episode 2. A little uh, music video after that. It's pretty cool. All right, let's get into it. Dave, what's on your mind? Black Adam, mm-hmm. and of course, Black Panther was highly successful last week. Well, yes. You and seen of it? Of course, this, of course, this, uh, seen it, yes. All right. Now, I did see Black Panther, and Black Adam I haven't seen yet, and um, The Walking Dead is fixing to come to an end this weekend. I'm going to say this one thing. If you've not seen Black Panthers, you might want to fast forward. When you, we, I, well, we're going to upload if you've not seen Black Panther. Fast forward. All right, here we go. Lord, the queen died. Lord have mercy. The queen died, David. Lord have mercy. Mm. And, of course, I can't go into the further, but... And also, the very end. The very, very end of Black Panther. By the way, if you've not seen Black Panther, fast forward. Um... They might be setting up Black Panther 3. What if, hear me out on this. Let's say when we left Black Panther, uh, um, um, uh, the, uh, the cousin that lives in the mountains. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. I'm trying to pronounce it. It starts with you. Umbarku? Yeah. Right, he, he lives in the mountains. He's challenging for the throne. Okay. Fast forward. So, he, uh, Shuri on vacation. By the way, once again, you've not seen it. Fast forward. You've not seen Black Panther. You might want to ignore this part. Shuri on vacation in Haiti. And no, she's talking. You know, Black Panther will return. Yeah, so that's what I'm getting at. So here's series, Shuri's on vacation talking to uh, uh, T'Challa's old girl. And hey, by the way, I got a son. You got a son. Yeah, I got a son. We can't, we can't keep it push hush. You want to? You want? You didn't want him connected to all this stuff. The, the queen knew about her. Everybody else, the queen knew about her. 
And we went, he, that's why we call him the funeral. And he, what's your name? Well, my Haitian name is this and that. But my, but my uh, Wakandan name is T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I wasn't surprised. You know, reading the comics, I already knew he had a song. I'm not a comic guy. I'm more of a Marvel movie guy on the movie side. But I'm excited. A possibility of Black Panther 3. Absolutely. But question is, I'm I'm, I'm going to start with the... By the way, you need to go see it. You have not seen this. Question though. Will he have to fight his auntie for the throne? No. Hmm. I know in the comics they share the Black Panther name and they have their own separate suits. Oh, gotcha. Because he is the crown prince, I'm just saying. Yes, he is. And there's only one prince and that's him. Yeah. All right, so enough enough spoilers. By the way, I apologize. The series is coming. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, I'm not really, I never really cared for the women's war games match. I never liked it. And I don't think I'm going to. Look, I'm all for equal opportunity and I'm all for um, um, female rights in the workplace, mm-hmm. especially in sports. But I know some people are not going to like this and I know some people are going to agree with me, are going to agree with me. Is that there are just some matches that women should not be involved in, and that's one of them. Huh. Interesting. They never like the War Games match for women. Terrible, 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 terrible. Hmm. I think Triple H should get rid of the young female War Games matches. And just leave it to the men. I think Helena Cell should be, like, used to be the, uh, the finale for all beef. You got beef with somebody ending hell in a cell rather than a monthly pay per view. Well, Triple H is getting rid of those extra pay per views. Yeah. You know, the rumor is that money in the bank. Well, I don't know what's going to happen with money in the bank. We've seen Austin Ferry cash in on a mid card championship, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. I think it should go back to WrestleMania. <sighs> I think that shit's dead in the water now, to be honest. Hmm. My personal opinion. But anyway, going back to War Games, we know that it's going to be Team Damage Control against Team Bianca Belair. And I wouldn't be surprised if Beth Phoenix is the fifth and final female on Team Belair, which would make sense. Let's not forget what Rhea Ripley did to Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that she's a mystery woman, just saying. Game of the Concerto and Cardiff. If it's, if it's not her, it has to be booking malpractice not to put her in the match. Now, if you don't know, what happened was, uh, it was uh, Finn Balor and Edge and I quit match in Cardiff. In Cardiff, Wales. And towards the end, it's like, look, say I quit, or I'm going to get better than Concerto. A Concerto, for all my new, all my new wrestler fans, a Concerto, a head on the chair, another head bashes, another chair bashes your head in. Concerto. Mm-hmm. 
There's two ways to do that, by the way. The old school way. Well, two guys have two chairs. Bam! The other way, put your head on the chair and smash your brains in with the chair. That's two ways to do the chair, though, by the way. So, he said, all right, screw it, I quit. And then Beth Phoenix did I'm sorry, Rhea Ripley did it anyway. Yeah, despite the fact that I said I quit, Rhea Ripley did it anyway. So we have two War Games matches, and of course we already know what the men's War Games match is going to be. The Bloodline against the Balling Brutes and Drew McIntyre. And it was supposed to be Kevin Owens, but since he's injured, Kevin Owens will no longer be participating in the match. So clearly they're going to replace Kevin Owens with I don't know who that fifth man is going to be now. So, you have the bloodline, you know, Vuso, Solo, Roman, and Sami Zayn against the Bowling Brutes, Joe McIntyre, which is already four guys, and it was supposed to be Kevin Owens to be number five, but he got injured at a house show, mm-hmm. so he's going to be out a couple of weeks, and he's going to miss Survivor Series. We talked about it before we taped, uh, they already did our, the, the annual trip to the troops. They might yes. as well air it. It's already taped, ready to go. You might as well air it. Oh, they taped it after SmackDown last week. Yeah, you might as well put it on the air as you already taped it. I don't get it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year they did do it, and they aired it. But as I said before, two years ago, they did two, two years ago, they did tribute to the troops after SmackDown ended. And, of course, they taped it, and it never aired on television. Have we ever done a live tribute to the troops? They didn't even put it on the network. Yeah. Have you ever done a live tribute to the troops? Um, no. All of them was recorded. Yeah. Every I... single one. From the first one from 2003 to now. They were all recorded. Yeah. And I got to say this because I know a lot of people have the misconception that Vince McMahon created everything in the WWE, which is not entirely true. I know true. you're getting with this. I know you're going with this. But, I mean, I gotta be honest. Yeah. Because ha- I've been asked this question. Was tribute to the troops of Vince McMahon creation? And the answer is no. Right. Because uh, John Bradshaw Layfield actually came up with it. Yes, he did. It was JBL who mm-hmm. created tribute to the troops. Much like Money in the Bank was created by uh, Chris Jericho. Who never won it, by the way. <laughs> it was never won it, but it was still his creation. Yeah. Uh, yes, indeed. So we have two War Games matches. One Raw, one SmackDown. Of course, the Raw is women's. You have uh, Team Damage Control. As I stated earlier, their, their entire team is complete uh, damage control and Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley and Team Bianca Belair with uh, it'll be Bianca Belair Alexa Bliss Oscar Mia Yim and a mystery partner and my personal opinion I think it should be Beth Phoenix if it's not it's going to be booking that practice I mean she makes the most sense to be honest hmm. Now, I don't know what they're going to do 
with the whole Kevin Owens thing stuff, of course they're going to replace the same way they're doing the um, women. It's like, oh, it's going to be a mystery partner. I don't know if they're going to do it that way on SmackDown with the men's. Now that Kevin Owens is out of the match and he's no longer participating, for those who are just joining, the men's War Games match will be the SmackDown side. Of course, the female War, game, war Games will be Raw. But anyway, the men's War Games match is supposed to be the bloodline against the Brawling Brutes, you know, Seamus Butch and Rich Holland, along with Drew McIntyre. Kevin Owens originally scheduled to be in the match. He's out. He's injured. And I'm interested to see if they're going to do it the same way they're doing it with the Raw. So, like, oh, the mystery partner. Which I hope they don't. I just I hope they go about it differently. Because it would be a little cheesy to go about it the same exact way. But... We match on Survivor Series. We know that the championship is on the line. Shotzi will challenge uh, the Shotzi who won a, a six-pack challenge, no disqualification to become number one contender. So she will challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship at Survivor Series. Mm. So we know we uh Raw Women's title won't be on no harm. So as of right now, I believe that's the only title that's on the line in Survivor Series. As of right now. Mm-hmm. Damn. Pretty much let me see, you got the world champion, of course the tag champions are here in war games, you have the Raw Women's Champion and War. Speaking of pay per views, I saw the NWA Hard Times pay per view. It wasn't a bad show, but um, boy, Billy, 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 Billy Corgan. For those who don't know, Billy Corgan is the lead singer of the rock band The Smashing Pumpkins. Bought the NWA in an attempt to revive it. He's done an amazing job with it, and it has an amazing following. But right now, they've been in the limits a lot. With Nick Aldis and Mickey James leaving the NWA abruptly out of nowhere due to creative differences. And then... Then putting the NWA World Heavyweight Championship on Tyrus. Boy, Tyrus who beat Trevor Murdoch and Matt Cordona in a triple threat match to win the title. Look, I get it. I know why people, a lot of people are not happy. Tyrus is slow. He doesn't move that well. And... He kind of sucks on the right. So, and to be honest, Tyrus is not a world heavyweight champion. He's not a world champion. And they put it on him. 
They could have had Murdoch keep the belt or put it on Cardona again, who pretty much reinvented himself since he's been in the NWA. Man, a lot of people are not happy at the fact that uh, Tyrus is the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. So it's going to be interesting to see how his title reign is going to go. But, as I said before, despite that match, it wasn't a bad show. It was a good show, a decent show. But, speaking of pay-per-views, we know this... Saturday, there we go. Saturday, AEW's full gear. You know, I got an issue with their pay-per-views. They're too damn long. They're too damn long. You know, watching all their pay-per-views is like watching WrestleMania 35 from start to finish. Mm -hmm. To be honest. Their pay-per-views are way too long, and that needs to stop. That's a problem Tony Khan needs to fix, which is one of the issues that company has. Another thing that needs to be fixed is a lot of the guys need to stop doing the same move in every single match. Even though the move is being done by different people, that has to stop. And then Tony Khan, who does way too many tournaments, he books way too many tournaments. Like, this guy has booked four tournaments in the same calendar year. It's ridiculous. And the females need to be booked better. They need to be booked better. The female, they... And you know what? The only reason their female division has gotten better is because of all the ex-WWE talent that has came in the AEW that's made the, the female in-ring talent... Well, the matches have gotten a little better, not because they're there, but they're not given enough time to uh, show their talent, so to speak. It's like old-school WWE, the matches are short, mm-hmm. and the stories don't really make sense, and they're not given enough time to really progress. There's a lot of things that company does wrong that needs to be fixed, and that's a problem. You know, is hard to watch, and then a lot of the ex-WWE talent that they have and I hate to say this, but it's the truth. It's like they're all watered-down versions of themselves. And I put it to the equivalent of Bret Hart and WCW. And this is nothing against Bret. Bret always performed to the best of his abilities. But if you ask any Bret Hart fan, they'll all tell you the same thing. When they rewatch Bret Hart's matches, no one rewatches his matches from WCW. So... All those guys reminds me of Bret Hart and WCW. For example, I'm a big Adam Cole fan. I am. I love Adam Cole. I'm an Adam Cole mark. But when I rewatch Adam Cole's matches, none of them are in AEW. And again, you can ask almost any other 
Adam Cole fan or any other wrestling fan, no one is rewatching his matches from AEW. Now, if they're going to watch rewatch his matches, they'll all be from WWE when he was on NXT, and vice versa. Same thing with Keith Lee. Uh, same thing with Andrade. Same thing with Samoa Joe. Chris Jericho, you can actually rewatch some of his matches in AEW. Especially the most recent ones he's had when he's been um, defending the ROH World Title. Mm-hmm. Those matches against Claudio and Brian Danielson and uh, Bandito, those matches are very, very good. Those matches you can actually rewatch. Can you rewatch all of his AEW matches? No. But those Ring of Honor matches, yes, that he's had in AEW, those matches you can actually rewatch. But, yeah, they have a lot of. It's hard to watch. AEW's hard to watch. You gotta be a real AEW fanboy to watch that from start to finish. And I love wrestling, but. Those people use it too damn long. Too damn long. And I don't be wanting to sit through the whole damn thing. <sighs> so, that issue is going to happen again. The 19th is Saturday, full gear. Of course, we all know the show is going to be headlined by... John Moxley defending the AEW... World Championship against MJF. Personally, I think it's going to be MJF's night. I don't see MJF losing. I think MJF is going to beat Moxley and become the new World Heavyweight Champion, which he should be World Heavyweight Champion. I think it's going to be his time. Another match I'm looking forward to on that card is the Fatal 4-Way for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. It'll be Chris Jericho defending against uh, Claudio, Brian Danielson, and Sammy Guevara. So again, it's a fatal four-way for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. So I think out of all the matches, that world title match is the one I'm looking forward to the most. And of course, we know it was announced yesterday that the Elite is going to be returning to action, and they're going to challenge Death Triangle for the uh, AEW Trios titles, their six-man tag team titles. And that should be a good one. And Death Triangle, they're very good. Uh, and they complement each other well as a team. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, they're just all over the place. All over the place. I think they have like almost 10, 10 matches for full gear. And we all know Jeff Jarrett is going to team with Jay Lethal to take on um, Sting and Darby Allen. A lot of people don't really care much for that match. I don't blame them. I don't care much for it, neither. It's like their feud never ends. WCW. TNA, and now in AEW. Now, anyway, let me go down some of the cards for um, uh, Full Gear. This Saturday night, Full Gear, 
And it's 11 notches. Oh, God. 11 notches. So you have the World Heavyweight Championship. It's going to be John Moxley defending against MJF. The Acclaim will defend against Swerve and Glory for the AEW World Titan Titles. The interim AEW World Women's Championship, Tony Storm will face Jamie Hayter. That's another problem AEW has. They keep doing these interim title matches every time a champion gets injured. And then when they come back, they have an undisputed title match. And we're going to get that again when Thunder Rosa returns because she's really the, um, the women's champion. But anyway, Tony Storm will face Jane Hayter for the interim AEW Women's Championship. I mentioned this match earlier, Fatal 4-Way for the ROH World Title. Chris Jericho defends against Sammy Guevara, Brian Dennison, and Claudio Castanelli. Shane Gargill will defend the AEW TBS Women's Championship against Nyla Rose. And Nyla Rose, who's not the champion, even though she has it, she stole it from um, Jade Cargill. Anyway, Britt Baker will face, excuse me if I say this wrong, Sarara. Soraya, formerly known as Paige, will be her first match back since she retired in late 2017. I mentioned as much as well. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Weasel against Stan and Darby Allen. Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy in a cage match. Six-man trios, AEW Captain Titles, the Triangle versus the Elite. Triple threat match for the AEW TNT Championship is going to be Wardlow defending against Powerhouse Hobbs and Samoa Joe. If Samoa Joe wins, he'll be walking out of full gear double champion because Samoa Joe is also the ROH World TV Champion. And last but not least is Brian Cage versus Lance Archer or Ricky Starks in a Eliminated tournament final match. And there's your 11 matches. Yes, Before we get further, we got to take a little bigness. Wrestling Trash brought to you by Back in the Rismore LLC. They put the day in delivery. You have a city of license. You can drive trust. One more information. 888-712-2587 or 817-204-7259. We got backup.com. Now, if you can't afford a pay-per-view, can't afford uh the fight TV, whatever the description, whatever it is, you can go to watchwrestling.ai or uh wrestling network dot no watchwrestling.ai and there's another one. Uh I've got that one. Yeah. Uh, wrestling network. Yeah. Yes, sir. You don't want to pay 50 or 60 bucks? There's your option. <laughs> speaking of saving money, man. Speaking of saving money, uh, we're giving a hookup at WrestleTrash.com. Use the code LuchaPride and all caps. You get 12 bucks off. Uh, that's good until Thanksgiving at midnight. After that, we're shutting it down. You'll have to pay full price. I come up with another code. But until then... Lucha Pride at WrestlingTracks.com say 12 bucks. Save yourself some money. Mm. 
And man, this Wrestle Kingdom, um, they're working on their Wrestle Kingdom card already. So we do know we're going to have a IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match as it stands. Jay White will defend against Kazuhiko Okada should Jay White still be champion by him. Uh, the finals for the first ever IWGP Women's Championship is going to be, oh man, forgive me if I butcher this name, Maru Atwani is in the finals of the tournament and she will face the winner of the other semi-final match and to be determined, Zack Sabre Jr. will face Rain Narita. In tournament final match, the crowned first ever IWGP World Television Champion. Mm-hmm. So we got three matches already, two of them are tournament finals. So nice to see New Japan finally get a women's division. Finally. Finally. After 50 years, they finally got a women's division. So, so, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. All this time, since day one, from day one to right now, they never had women. Nope. Wow. They've, they've had women wrestle, but they've never had a women's division. Yes. To yes. the point where they had to make a title. Uh-huh. But they had women wrestle in the past. Mm. But in terms of them having a full-fledged female division with an actual women's title, it's never been done. And this company has been around for 50 years. And come next year, it'll be 51. They're New Japan's the only company I uh, uh, t- no, I'll tell you what yeah I'll tell you what, they're the only company aside from from NWA on the same level as experience with WWE. Absolutely, they've been around the same time. The, the, the New Japan started in the seventies. The, the, the WWE started in the sixties, uh, and of course, uh, NWA been around since nineteen oh three. But in NWA, New Japan, and of course, are the only two companies on the same level as experience-wise now. Not production, but experience with as far as experience go with WWE. Oh, I almost forgot. Can't forget all Japan as well. Yeah. The second major wrestling promotion in Japan. Like New Japan Pro Wrestling, all Japan was started by the Hall of Famer. The late great John Barber, WWE Hall of Famer, former wrestler. He started the company. I was a big, big guy back in his day. Hmm. Huge guy. Tall guy. I think he was about... Oh, I forget how tall he was. Probably about 6'8 or 6'9-ish. He was a very large man back in his day. Wow. And he's been in WA champion, I believe, three times. Mm-hmm. It wasn't twice. It was one of them. Of course, he's wrestled in WWE for a cup of coffee back in the day, which is part of the reason why he's in the Hall of Fame, but of course, the stuff he's done outside of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, the world is still reeling from, um, um, what's this guy's passing? Um, Antonio Inoki, here we go. Mm. Of course, they're going to have a big tribute celebration to him during Russell Kingdom. 
This is nuts. This is, wow. The guy that started your company, the founder, passes away. That's like when the original McMahon passed. Now we all know that WWE is a family-owned company. Of course, the company was started by Vince's grandfather. Not his dad, but his grandfather. So you got grandfather, the father, father, and now Stephanie. So that's four generations. And by the way, uh, nowadays, Nick Nick Khan and Stephanie are co co CEOs. Nick runs the company. Stephanie runs the production. Yep, co CEOs. Of course, Stephanie, who. Yes, she's co-CEO, but she's the chairman. She's the boss. Uh, It's crazy, because I always... I remember back when Shane was being groomed to take over the company. Boy, how things changed. By the way, you can invest in WWE on Cash App. That is a fact. I have, like... They are publicly traded companies, so that is possible to do. Yes, sir. I did uh back in two thousand twenty. I got I, I was so scared. I put in a dollar. It's going strong. Well, not going strong, but it's okay right now. I got like zero point zero zero one percent. But if you have you have the balls, you got you got the stability or whatever you want to call it. You can go yeah, to cash out. I know someone uh, who put in five bucks. Yeah, I, I, that's that's my next step. I uh, I put in a dollar. But go to cash app, go to cash app, and type in at the home page. Let me walk you through it right here. I have it open in front of me. So you go, you go to cash app. You go to the home page of cash app. It's gonna give me a minute here. Okay. Oh yeah, you gotta go into um. Yeah. I think Bitcoin or something like that. Yeah. No, actually, type in the search box right here. It's gonna say discover. This is. And you just type in people yeah, or business. W. Hang on a second. WWE, and then do it, and invest from there. Yeah, you can do that with any public traded company. I'm sorry. Just I'm sorry. To, that, that, that's the pay people no, back. My bad. No, but you, you're right though. But you can do that with every other publicly funded company, like a Walmart or a Facebook. Or a McDonald's or a General Motors. Of course, WWE is the only wrestling company that's uh, publicly funded. Everybody else is private. Man, think think about that. Think think about that for a second. Every rest, all these companies out here. You got Ring of Honor. You got TNA, Impact Wrestling, AEW, New Japan, all the all the Japanese wrestling promotions, all all the British stuff, all the all of them. WWE is the only company. That's that, that that's on the stock market. That's a fact. And they've been on the stock market for over 20 years. They, they went public in 1999, and mm-hmm. it's 2022. So it's been over 20 years. Last year, they've made the most... Last year, they made the most money that they've ever made. Mm-hmm. 
since becoming public in 99, they grossed a billion dollars in revenue, which was the first for the company. I think 2009 was my favorite year. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my bad. Uh, 2019, my bad. 2009 was okay. Somebody ain't happy in the background. I've been there, man. I feel you. Yeah. You don't. You got shit again around here. You don't just. You got shit again with the little homie. He might be small, but he running stuff around here. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we have, my sister has two dogs, so whenever somebody knocks at the door, they both start barking, so that's what that was, in case anybody's wondering. Yeah, you, you got chick in around here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, because they don't bark at all, and that's the only time they bark, is when someone knocks at the door. Yes, indeed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, oh yeah, I forgot, for, for, we, we, we have to talk out here, before we do that, uh, today, or yesterday, it's the it's when Rick Rude jumped ship. The first guy to jump ship. I mean that. That's what I mean. Like be on Raw and then to later at night be on Nitro. You were in the bathroom, I think. Huh? No, um, I was trying to search something. Sorry, girl. Yeah. Like he was on Raw was taped that night, and then the next next thing you know, he's on Nitro. Rick Rude. Yeah, Nitro was on um, live and Raw was uh, recorded. Of course, Raw was uh, uh, recorded six days before that Nitro aired. Yeah. And next thing you know, Rick Rude is on there on night on Raw, and then next thing you know, he's on Nitro. He was just as sure as possible not too long ago. Yeah, he was working on a uh, handshake agreement, so he didn't have a contract with. Uh, WWE, so he was paid by a per appearance, per appearance deal, mm-hmm. and not to mention he also appeared on ECW television that weekend. So he appeared on three different shows for three different companies in the same week. Wow! Two of those companies were on the same night. Remember, Root had he was also on a. Rick Root was also on a uh, parents deal for ECW too. Make your money, that, man. That that weekend would actually be his final appearance on ECW television. Yeah, make your money, Rick. Make your money. God bless you, bro. Of course, we're going to go on to um, pass away two years after that. Mm. While he was on the verge of training an attempt to make a comeback. Of course, he uh, had a heart attack and congestive heart failure. Mm. Which is the reason why he uh, passed while he was training for his uh, attempted comeback. That would have been amazing to see Siri Rue come, come back before that incident right there. Yeah, he wasn't even that old. He was only 40 years old, if you can believe that. Mm. Yeah. So it's not like he was in his 
fifties and sixties attempting to make, you know, a comeback and have that one final match or that one final uh, run. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not trying to do a sting or a flare. Oh lordy. Well, I'm not even gonna count Sting because Sting gets a pass. If you notice, every match he's in is a tag team match. Mm-hmm. So, um, which I was asked that question too, and the reason why is because a guy's limited for what he can do. So to protect his health and his limitations, that's why he's always put in the tag matches. Mm. And if you notice, when he is in the ring, he's not in the ring long. He does what he has to do and he gets out and Darby does um, pretty much 90% of the work. Oh yeah. 90% of the work. Pro wrestling is a young man's game, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm keeping like, I'm gonna tell you like this. If you don't learn how to get out, your body will tell you, the body will let you know for you. Your, That's what you don't want is your body to tell you before. Your, your body you and yourself. this business. Yes, sir. Your body and this business will let you know. So either get out while they're getting good, they will tell you when you're done. Mm-hmm. Just like in the boxing world. You, you don't want to end up talking like Mike Tyson. God bless you, Mike Tyson. But you don't want to end up talking like Mike Tyson, you might want to get out. Yeah, that's what... Like Jesse, Jesse got the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, your lungs is not going to allow you to keep wrestling. Mm-hmm. You can't of wrestle, course. can't breathe. Yep, I'm sorry, can't breathe, can't wrestle. No. Well, what happened with him is, uh, of course, for those who don't know, he is a veteran. And he fought in, um, uh, I forgot which war it was. But, um, you know, with all that stuff in the air and the. Uh, you know, the dust and things like that, all of that got to his lungs and got him sick. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, what did he have? He had, um, uh, what did he have? I'm trying to remember. Uh, don't come to me later on. I can't remember what he had. But what he had is part of the reason that killed Rocky Johnson. Mm. Uh, he had polymery embolism in his lungs and luckily for him he got it taken care of and they told him as you stated before wrestling is a young man's game and you know you're constantly moving you're constantly running so you gotta breathe and you're huffing and puffing and everything is going up and down Mm -hmm. for him it's not good for his lungs so he had to stop if he would have kept wrestling, he probably wouldn't be here today. No, not probably. He wouldn't be here today. He would be dead. Mm. Yes, you got to kill yourself, man. All these young wrestlers Just, out here. Let's not forget Triple H. Like, he had the same thing in his oh. heart. And he was forced to have a pacemaker in his heart. And he's he's done. Oh, yeah. And then all these young wrestlers, you got to... He definitely... You're going to need some life insurance, especially these young wrestlers. And now with the bumps these young wrestlers are taking, I don't think they're going to have long careers. Mm. I don't think they're going to... I mean, for example, you look at a guy like Darby Allen and the bumps he takes in his matches, 
I don't see him having a 30, 40 year wrestling career. Not with the bumps he's taken. No, absolutely not. You know, that's something Kevin Nash said not too long ago. Remember how old Tunes of Perfect says he's right. You know, when you take your ridiculous bumps like that, you're not going to have a long career. Mm. I mean, you can't. Look at Mick Foley. You know, his last, his last match as an active full, as an active full-time performer, his last match was in uh, 2000, No Way Out 2000, that Hell in a Cell match against Triple H. And after that, he started wrestling part-time until he retired for good in 2012. Mm-hmm. By the way, fun fact for you, when Mick Foley was in TNA Wrestling, that's how we switched from Impact Wrestling to TNA. TNA for Impact. Yeah, that was just around that period. That's it. Mick Foley came in. Another fun fact is that Mick Foley was actually one of the last couple of guys that Russell Andre had joined before he passed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Very few people people that can say they wrestled Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah. Very few. I know. Andre was a legend, and he was a man among men. And it was back in that day, there weren't people his size. There weren't people like Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah. You know, Andre was one of the most unique individuals in the world. So being around him was not... Being around him was different. Oh, yeah. Being around him was a privilege. Being in his presence was a privilege. Being in the rain with him was a privilege because he was no ordinary man. Mm-hmm. So to experience Andre the Giant is rare. Not everybody got to experience Andre. And I know there's a lot of guys in the business that wish they've met him or had a match with him or vice versa. Hell yeah. There's a few I people. Remember, I remember, yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off, yeah. I remember Stone Cold told a story about how he met Andre the Giant at a WCW show, which was actually Andre's last appearance in the United States. Mm-hmm. Of course, Andre did that out of spite because he was mad at Vince. And not too many people know about this. Andre and the McMahon family were extremely, 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 very, very, very close. And it's well documented Andre's issues with his health. And it was starting the show, and Vince was like, okay, look, I can't have you wrestle anymore. You're done. Mm-hmm. He pretty much forced Andre out of the ring, which Andre wasn't happy about, which led to them having a falling out, and Andre would end up leaving the WWE to continue to wrestle. No, Andre wanted to wrestle. He wanted to keep wrestling, despite the fact... Um, Despite everything his body was going through and the pain he was going through, he wanted to keep going. And he knew that if he wanted to keep going, he's going to have to leave the WWE. And eventually that's what he did. Of course, he would tour Japan and Mexico and he would continue to wrestle up until he passed. 
I believe his last match was around 1991 at a WWE house show. He was originally scheduled to participate in the 1991 Royal Rumble. Of course, he was taken out of the match. Vince didn't want him wrestling. But despite not wrestling, Andre did continue to make appearances in WWE. Like I say, there's a few people that's still alive today back in saying that wrestled under the giant. Of course, one of them is Hulk Hogan. And as I mentioned, uh, Nick Foley. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, there's a couple of people that's alive. Flair and Lawler and Foley and uh, the Funks. Jerry Briscoe. Well, I went back in time, the time machine, and I watched Jerry Briscoe from 2000s. And let me tell you something, there's nobody, that, there's no greater ass kisser like Jerry Briscoe in the late great Pat Patterson. Oh, Jerry Briscoe was a very, very, very good wrestler back in his day. I remember watching some of his earlier matches in the 70s and early 80s. Oh, those guys, him and his brother were very, very, very good. His brother, a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, they were multiple-time NWA Tag Team Champions. They were very good in the ring. Sometimes boring, but very good. Oh, wow. Just calling it like I see it. <laughs> you gonna call the great, you gonna call the great Gerald Briscoe boring. I'm frankly on Facebook, by the way. I'm just, I'm just saying. Now, <laughs> uh, if you watch, if you, if you watch his matches, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yes, but. Uh, Speaking, I almost forgot to mention the Yvonne Eric movie that's being done. MJF being cast and a I don't know if it's going to be a major motion picture or a straight-to-DVD movie. I don't know. But they are doing a movie on the Von Erics. MJF was cast in the movie. Zac Efron was cast in the movie. Hmm. Wow. And I've seen some pictures of him shooting. And Zac Efron, he, he bulked up. Kind of some movie well. I was like, that dude is ripped to shreds. I mean, ripped to shreds. What is wrong? That's it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got to get on out of here, but I want to thank y'all for joining us. By the way, we're going to try, like I said earlier, we're going to try to come we're come gonna at try. you. We're going to try. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving night, 9 o'clock, uh, after you stuff your faces watching footballs and you stuff your faces some more. We're going to track it back at you 9 o'clock Thanksgiving night and uh, so much more. Y'all can catch David Burton here on Wrestling Tracks Thursdays, um, unless he has something going on. Thursdays, and I'm going to try to my brother Greg here on Fridays, and we'll have a good time in between. We're going to have a great time. See y'all later. Have a great night, everybody. Take care, people.